between political parties. Those major parties, the ANC and the IFP, with their respective coalition partners, have exactly equal seats in the municipalities. The Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs has intervened to find a solution to that deadlock. We're joined on the line by the spokesperson for COCTA in the province, Lennox Mabaso. Thank you very much for joining us, Lennox. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Tashin, and good afternoon to the listeners. Is this really going to have to come down to a coin toss in the municipality as to who's going to lead and be the speaker in the municipalities? Well, uh, Tashin, I think uh, let's just put uh, some matters into perspective. Uh, the MEC for COCTA has dispatched a high-level team, uh, which met with all the key parties in the municipality, as you have mentioned. All the political parties uh, who are key role players in the chosen municipalities attended the meeting. They included the ANC and the IFP and the coalition partners. Uh, what emerged uh, during the, the meeting is that uh, the, the, the parties that are involved, they have uh, a very uh, extremely opposing views in terms of uh, what should be done to resolve the current deadlock because the parties have got equal number of seats. For instance, one party is advocating for a, a rerun, whereas the other party is advocating for uh, uh, the tossing of the coin. The challenge is that uh, whenever either of the of the options uh, are being explored, uh, the the meetings does not correlate because some councillors, depending on the views that they hold, do not uh, uh, come to the meeting. So the councils end up uh, being hamstrung. Well, what's now, the what, that, Lennox? What, what's the pros and cons of each of those? So if we go for a rerun, a by-election, uh, assuming that's going to take a lot of time, and some of these MPs, uh, some of these uh, th- these members of the of local government want to get the work done, a coin toss would speed that through. So what are the pros and cons of each of the options here? Well, uh, the, the, the the key issue here is the quorum. If we are going to go to a stage of the coin toss, for instance, there's one meeting that COCTA attempted to facilitate where uh, that option was going to be explored uh, by the by, by, by the councillors themselves. But the problem is that that meeting did not correlate. So if you don't have a quorum, you can't even proceed to the issue of tossing the coin without all the, 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 the quorum uh, you know, being sufficient uh, for the meeting of a council to take place based on the seats of that council. Now, the key issue here is that the MEC for COCTA, MEC Nomusa Tubemnube, has been trying to facilitate a consensus among all the parties to make sure that uh, they are able to reach a solution to, to the problem. Initially, the problem was left to the political parties because it required the political parties on their own to resolve it, as it has been the case in other areas. Uh, but due to the delays and the, and, and the, the parties uh, continuing to be on a polarized view uh, on the matter, the MEC has moved in to try and facilitate so why that stage and the, and the MSC is continuing and nursing the hope that uh, they will be able to uh, come to some senses and find an, an, a, a way forward. Uh, but uh, indeed, the, the report, the MSC is analyzing all other options as well, uh, while also persuading the parties to make sure that they are able to resolve the, the impasse in the best interest of the people of Chosin. But what I want to clarify is that there is no crisis because the municipality, as we speak, is already under the administration of the MSC. She had already intervened prior to the elections in terms of Section 139 uh, of the Constitution. Uh, there is an, uh, somebody who is uh, 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 the eyes and ears of the MEC who is running the affairs. So in terms of services and, and the delivery of the key services, the municipalities is delivering that uh, through the assistance of the MEC. For the MEC, I'm sure to be Lennox Mabasa, thanks for joining us. Spokesperson for the Department of Cooperative. Our reporter Jabulani Baloy, who joins us now on the line. Jabulani, thanks for your time. Good afternoon. So what is the state of indebtedness of the Tabazimbe municipality? 
The way, the way it is now, this municipality is, uh, I can say that it's malfunctional. It's unable to render the municipal services to the local people in the area. Uh, just the sense that uh, it has lost its assets, which has been attached after it is owing the service providers in the area. This is one of the most unstable municipalities in the province. It has been under experiencing difficulties for many years until it was placed under administration by the provincial local government or cooperative governance department. In the past uh, few years, we've seen that uh, the municipality at some stages didn't have money. It has to use, had to use the funds which are meant for MIG, the municipal infrastructure grant, to pay the workers. Because at some point, it did not have enough money to pay the workers. And now uh, these troubles which, are, which have happened now, the workers are only going to the municipality to report for duty and that nothing happens after that. They're just loitering. Uh, they have nothing to do. This includes the mayor. She's in good, uh, a municipal vehicle. She's using her own personal vehicle to try uh, and make the business people around and uh, even the mining companies to ask, to ask them if they can ask this the state where the municipality is now. Okay. Jab- Jablani, how, how did things get this bad in, in, in the Tabazimbi municipality? There's this point where th- there's no assets in the building for, for the workers to even do any work. W- w- are the leadership even able to meet? Earlier, we spoken to one of the former mayors in the municipality, Ms. Patricia Moshito, who indicated that uh, even when she took over in the previous term, which uh, has expired after before the local government elections, she says that uh, they indicate that there's been massive corruption and mismanagement in the municipality. They mentioned, for example, that uh, some of the managers would sell the municipal assets and forget the money. Some of the uh, of the assets of the municipality would disappear. The funds would be used or would be used without uh, accountability. When they require us for reports, nothing would happen until it is, it's where it is, it is in the state where it is now. The mission that uh, problem is uh, mismanagement and maladministration, which has been happening, but yet uh, we haven't seen any action taken against some of the people who are seeing that. Like we, we, we know now that some of the former municipal managers and the chief financial officers were left to go when their terms of office had expired, even though the, the indications were that there was, there was not a good management in the municipality. Jabalani Beloy, thanks for joining us. Well, let's get a little bit of an in-depth analysis where a coin toss could be used to decide who the leadership is there. Otherwise, it's going to have to go down to a rerun. We have on the line the, an independent political analyst, uh, Elvis Masocha. Thanks for joining us, Elvis. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to Dashen and all the listeners of SASM. So, so let's start with Tabazimbi local municipality. You've been following the, the activities there quite closely. Should we be blaming COCTA, the Cooperative Governance Department, for not dealing with this issue? There's been years of corruption, years of fleecing public money, and today the people of that area are suffering. You know, maybe the secondary implications might be, you know, premised upon, you know, corruption and other nefarious activities that were committed by some officials and leaders of that particular municipality. But at the same time, we need to understand it speaks to the broader discourse of legality. Because, you know, when you inherit a new government, you only inherit it, you do not only inherit its assets, but you also inherit its liabilities. Because uh, the nation might be puzzled as to why 
a newly elected municipality facing these kinds of financial challenges, necessarily because they are inheriting even previous financial obligations that were never met by the previous administration. So it must be understood within that context. Again, you may find that some service providers who did not receive money that were due to them from the municipality before, they could have decided to approve the court and attach a valuable assets that belong to municipality. And in terms of law, I think they are correct. So we are dealing with a variety of sectors. Mm. Uh, what's the solution for the people in Tabazimbi's local municipality right now? I think, you know, the solution, remember, municipality is an is an entity of government in a literal sense because where a particular municipality is failing to can you know to can be uh, to can provide services to all people that's where the higher structure be it a provincial government or a national government must intervene so that you know necessary services uh, must continue within that municipality because it is now spelled mainly guess to who that the money is who stole the money now is a spirit milk. It must be subjected to law enforcement agencies investigating who acted nefariously. But right now, ordinary people on the ground are suffering because there are no services. Government must intervene and provide services to the people. But on the other hand, uh, the law must take its course in relation to those who are responsible uh, for such shenanigans. What do you think the way forward is in KwaZulu-Natal? These two municipalities can't agree on who the speaker and the leadership should be. Should it go down to a coin toss? Should there be a rerun? You know, this you know thing of you know deciding the fate of a nation by means of uh, tossing a coin, I think it's nonsensical, if not child. I'm aware that, you know, it forms part of, you know, regulations within the functioning of municipalities, but it is very nonsensical. How can we say, you know, the aspirations of millions of people who belong within those municipalities must be decided by the use of coins? They must just go for a rerun. They must just go for a rerun so that the people within those municipalities can decide who must govern them rather than using a coin.